0: each month um see the public note-taking doc Vanille, maybe post it again because the new people come on i'm not sure if they always get to see how they get to see back in the chat so just paste it there again roll call sign in and if you've got a quick share out put it in that listed bullet points and we will go from there um so we're doing things a little bit differently and i think as we talked about over the last four or five of these Vanille and I are experimenting with ways to make these calls more valuable, more useful, um, more engaging, so on and so forth. Um, normally, we have updates and we'll probably go back to having some spoken updates from some of our core groups like Interledger Foundation, Find Boss, et cetera. Um, But we've also want more demos. We want more shareouts. We want more community deep dives. And we're starting to sort of see and pay attention to our own stuff, to everybody's stuff, there's a lot of exciting updates that are coming on the technical front and others. They're pretty fast and furious over these last few weeks and months. So we want to make sure that this space and time, we can slow down, we can do some demos, we can share some things. So in the spirit of that today, we're not doing our regular share outs. You can see there in the public notes that Adrian um, from Find Boss, as well as uh, the team from Interledger have put some pretty meaty um, text updates. There, in fact, I think there's some real good updates from Fine Boss about where they are with some of the regulation stuff. So I would highly encourage you to check the check that out and see that. And you have access to that document all the time. But today we're going to actually go a little bit deeper on three things. So we normally have a Rafiki update. This one's supercharged. So we're going to start with there, talking a little bit about the alpha release and the updates in Rafiki. Um. We are also gonna have the the folks that have been working on the testnet demo and talk about that. So those are some pretty, two big exciting pieces that are coming um, to the Interledger ecosystem. And then we're gonna go a deep dive with our uh, friends and grantees at Cult, who just wrapped up the phase one of their research and development. You can see their um, you can see their final report, which we will post into the doc so that you have it and they'll be presenting about where they are and their plans for moving forward. So um, without me babbling just even another 20 seconds, I believe I'm kicking it over to Sabine, who's gonna give us a pretty meaty update walkthrough about where we are with Rafiki uh, sitting here today in this call in early May, go ahead.
1: Thank you, Chris. I was told to do a demo, so I'll do a demo, and I hope that demo gods are with me. Um, Let's see, sharing the the screen. demo
0: gods and the understanding that demos are tricky gods are in cahoots to make this go well for you.
1: Okay, can you guys see my screen? Shouldn't be much there. We're good?
0: Yes, we're good.
1: Yes, yes. Thank you. Um, this will be a very uh, non front endy kind of demo. It's still a lot of terminal um, and a lot of like just bare API requests happening since Rafiki doesn't really have much of a front end. But since we have the alpha one now we actually do have a small front-end component which is the admin ui that i'll show you Um, so alpha just alpha didn't have that and we put that into the alpha one okay so um it is a demo that is somewhat similar to the one that i already did at the summit um but we have some obviously i mean it has been uh, like almost half a year since the summit so there are some um, additions to that and yeah i'll just go ahead and get started and then i'll point out the things that we have included so i'll show the local environment again and um the local environment by default um uses tiger beetle for their um for the balance uh, accounting logic. But we do have the alternative to use Postgres for balance accounting now, too, since Tiger Beetle isn't production ready just yet. They should be um, in not too much uh, time. But um, since they are not yet ready, we have Postgres too. So if we just do the normal local and, oh, I forgot the PNPM, PNPM, local and start, this will do the Tiger Beetle um, um, version of it, but if you add the PSQL in here, um, you'll actually get the Postgres version. So I'll do the Tiger Beetle, cause I'm always doing that. And I'm afraid that something is gonna break if I do the other one, um, but it shouldn't. Um, and then it, it starts Tiger Beetle first. Uh, well, actually it creates uh, some, network first and then it starts the tiger beetle docker containers and then we have again two versions of Rafiki running in the local environment um, that um, peer automatically so we have uh what we like we came up with some um fake names here so we have cloud nine wallet and we have happy life bank both of them have the Rafiki backend the Rafiki auth service running and we have a a, a mock account servicing entity For both of them, that's basically like think of your like wallet provider, just a very ugly version of that, Um, something to show that there's actually accounts there. And um, we have the admin UI running for both of them. And then um, the databases, they actually share the local environment. So um, there is a a database instance, just one running and the happy life bank and cloud nine wallet both have a database in those uh, instances. Okay, so um, let me just show you the uh, the mock account provider first. So that should be, um, I think it's thirty thirty. That hasn't changed uh, much since I last showed that. So um, we have three accounts on Cloud Nine Wallet that are pre-funded in the local environment, and then on I think 3031 is the other one that has two accounts that is that are also pre-funded at least uh, to some extent. Um, and if you click on those, you won't see anything, but as soon as any open payments transactions have happened, they'll show up here and it'll say like when it happened, whether it was an incoming or an outgoing payment, um, the amount, and if there was a description also display the, the description. Um, now the interesting and new part, um, the admin UI um, looks like this. Um, it's not complete yet, so we're still working on that. And we have a uh, uh, an item in our roadmap to extend that. Um, so what we have right now is you can display peers and create new peers. Um, so, the, the I mean, this is um, the admin UI of Cloud9Wallet. It has one peer that is Happy Life Bank. And um, we can, if you click on that, you get all the information. We can actually um, Happy Life Bank change the name here real quick. And it will update that. Um, you could change the auth tokens for peering, all of these things. And now if we go back, um, the name actually shows up here as um, the name of the peer. And this peer is like yeah, we're peering with that one in, in USD with a scale of two. Um, that's the only asset that is created in the local environment. Like when we when we spin that up uh, right now, but we can just go ahead and create another asset. Um, I'm in Europe, so I use Euro that also has a, a scale of two. And then the withdrawal threshold is basically like, how much does there uh, need to be such that you can withdraw something, but like it's not required so you can leave that empty and you can withdraw whatever. Um, It's created and here we go. We have a second one um, of assets. Um, I'd have to do that on on the other side now too, to start a peering relationship in Euro as well. Um, But yeah, that's basically what we have um, on the admin dashboard right now. Things that we want to add in the future are um, creation of payment pointers and then also all of those um, liquidity um, events that are happening right now that Rafiki is sending as as webhooks. Um, We want to have a view of those and then be able to deposit or withdraw um, money from, um, the account provider into Rafiki, um, using the admin UI. Okay, so that's, I guess that was the most exciting part of that demo, Um, but I'll show you, um, some small changes that we did to, um, well, our Postman collection, too. So, um, I'm pretty sure this is probably too small. Um, so we did restructure that a little bit, and we have that link in our docs. Um, that's um, That part that I'm showing right here is in the examples. Um, the examples part is the e-commerce example. That's the one that I showed at the summit. Um, I think we added one uh, get request to that, but it's very similar. Um, we do have all of the um, API endpoints in that Postman collection now, so it is complete, we have all of the admin, uh, GraphQL endpoints that you can call using um, Postman, we have the uh, open payments ones, and we have the auth ones. And then yeah, just one example so far, uh, but we, we potentially are going to um, trade more in that folder. Um, so yeah let me just walk you through that again um for those of you that haven't seen that before so um just to set the stage imagine that there is some sort of um e-commerce shop that um and you're going through a checkout flow and the first thing that's happening is um the shop uh, is creating, a well, it's it's requesting a grant to create an incoming payment on its own account. Um, so let me do that. Um, it, the grant is granted right away because this is non-interactive. So um, the only thing that the person requesting the grant has to do is obviously sign the request um, because we're using the GNAP protocol. And with that, the grant is automatically linked to a certain client that identified itself with its key and uh, hence the, the grant can be granted right away. Um, so when I did this demo during the summit or in, w- at the summit, um, I said, I think I mentioned that we weren't really doing the signatures just yet um, because uh, we like we hadn't figured out all of the integrating part with the auth server. Um, that is done now. So we actually here have a, a pre-request um, to, uh, signature um, service that I forgot to mention earlier. So when we look here, there's also the signatures one. Um, This service is there to create signatures for the Postman request because we couldn't get signatures and like signing to work within Postman. So Postman is asking that service to create the signature and once it has created the signature, um, it will do the request if like this is all for demonstration purposes if you wanted to um do open payments requests uh, in like in your backend um we do have an open payments SDK that max has introduced uh, in a previous community call and this will do all the signature generation for you so you don't need that service to be running it's it's purely for Postman because Postman can't do signatures. And it's like for the purpose of the demo. So the signatures are being generated and then um, the requests are made. So I think I already did the grant request. So I can um, create the incoming payment for 3364. And then I'll do the grant request for the quote Um, That's something that has changed now too. Um, Previously, we have had um, quotes and outgoing payments kind of bundled, which uh, at least in my mind never really made sense, but uh, we had it anyways, and now we decided to uh, unbundle that grant request and make um, the quote uh, grant request also non-interactive. We had some reasons for having it interactive at first, or at least we thought we had, but then we, Popped it through, and we realized it's it's not really a reason. So we were able to make those non-interactive too. Um, so you get your grant and your access token um, for a quote request right away, and you can create a quote. And then that the nice thing about that now is that you can actually use that quote um, when displaying the um, like the interactive part of the grant request for an outgoing payment. So if you create do the grant request for an outgoing payment now. Um, You don't get the grant right away, but you need to do an interaction step first. Um, It will give you a redirect URL. Um, And this is our version of uh, a consent screen. And it's still the same one that I had at the summit. Nobody ever spent any minute on this um, developing it further. Um, We should probably, but it's very, like, it's way down our, backlog. And I consented, I get this interaction reference here. And I can put it into my continuation request for the outgoing payment. And hopefully, yeah, get a grant for outgoing payment. And then I can create the outgoing payment. Um, It has a send amount of uh, 3565 hasn't sent anything, but now if I go and get the outgoing payment, yeah, it has, it has sent the amount. So that's, yeah, it's, like I said, it's a, it's the same demo that I've done before, um, with the, um, addition of, um, the signatures now actually being present and being checked. Um, I think that is mainly it for the demo. I also just want to point out that um, something else that we've been working on, um, and that isn't in a nice um, format yet, is docs. But at least we have some where where we didn't have any before. So it's the most of the docs are still within the um, Rafiki GitHub repository in the docs folder. There is a list of of docs now, but. Max is actually currently working on um, pulling that all into a docuSaurus and making this uh, much nicer. We're also still working on the content of the docs. Um, so this is like basically this is more of a brain dump, and now we're working on docs. Uh, is is uh, the the long story short. Yeah, I think this is the demo. I know we have two other people that want to talk pa- after me, so I think I'll just stop here. Um I can like I would take questions if I'm allowed to if we have time.
0: Uh well, let's take one. We've been doing a good job Max and others of answering questions in the chat. Um and we do have one from Patrick who's going to be speaking or part of the team that's speaking later, so I'll, mm-hmm. I'll give him uh the chance to ask a question now even though he knows that he's got to reserve some time go ahead patrick
2: sorry guys it was by mistake sorry
0: <laughs> oh okay well then there we go uh no worries about that so we're going to go over to our next demo which is from the breakpoint team and we're going to be looking at where we are at with the TestNet and getting some stuff that people can start to play and experiment with. So, uh, Tamea, I think that's you, right?
3: Yes, that's me. That's me. So, yeah, I will yeah. I will start. Um, as you all know, TestNet is an open source uh, test application for Rafiki, basically a Rafiki Playground. And a few community calls ago, um, I had a short presentation, and I gave you a first glimpse of the TestNet designs, and some features we wanted to develop. So um, today is the day I show you what, uh, what we have been doing. And uh, to show you Testnet in action, we already have some core features up and running. So I want, you, I want you to see them. I will share my screen. And please let me know when you see it.
0: it is notoriously slow but it is going now so you are good
3: great okay so um what you want to do when you when you are using testnet for the very first time is of course to create an account so let's start with that um i will create a demo account And I will not use this strong password, or yeah, maybe I can use it. It's okay. So my account was created. And I need to log in. And the password was not saved. Yes, (laughs) I'm correct. Okay, I just go back quickly and do this again. Without using that password, and let's do another email. So I don't have issues and other options. No, choose my own password. Yes, thank you. Okay, now we are good to go. And my demo test. Uh, Yeah, I see that. My demo. And when we log in right now, uh, first of all, we want to have um, the to complete the KYC. We are using Rapid for the KYC and um we are in a sandbox environment right now so we are using Denmark for testing purposes some of the data is already filled in why we are using Denmark is because it's a um, uh, in rapid Denmark is allowed to have multiple currencies not just USD or not just euro so that's why Denmark is selected for testing purposes and we just have to fill in the first name and the last name. So we have uh, verified our identity. Um, We have the ID proof already uploaded for the passport and everything. So you just have to verify your account and we can go to our account overview. Hello, demo test. Um, Everything is empty. So let's create a new account. Uh, the assets here are coming from the Rafiki admin. So, you can choose an asset here and create your account. Account created. Here is your account without any payment pointer. So, let's add a payment pointer. have our first payment pointer multiple payment pointers can be added so that is not an issue but only a single account of a a single of a specific currency can be added so you cannot have multiple usd accounts um now we have two payment pointers for this usd account we can fund the account with play money so this is not real money this is sadly only play money so let's add some money here. Okay, so we have money. Um, These are the the core features that you need to do when setting up your account. And of course, after that, um, you can play around with sending money. That's the whole reason we are here. So let's do that. I am already logged in uh, with another account. Can you see the other account? Or just uh, the main one? can you see my firefox or just okay great so uh, i have here a hello john doe account and i have here a demo test account and uh, this is the mobile view and this will be the desktop view um what is the first thing we can do here is to send some money so sending money requires payment pointer And we can go to the other account and just grab, let's do online shopping payment pointer, just grab it from here. And I will select from which account I want to send, from which payment pointer I want to send, and to whom I want to send it to. This is the other accounts payment pointer. I want to send an amount of 200. Okay, so someone is not seeing,
1: Yeah, I was also already unmuting myself to tell you. I just see the one side.
3: Let me just switch presenting. Maybe I'm just presenting one browser, one second. And I will, I think this will be the The full screen right now. Yes, okay. So sorry about that. Now you can see both of them. So again, here is my other account with the mobile view. So this is John Doe, someone else I am logged in with. And John Doe has an account in USD with an online shopping payment pointer that I just copied and pasted into this field to send some money to uh, John Doe. It is very important um, uh, here that there's a switch here with sent and received sent means that you are sending 200 uh dollars and if there are any fees um you are not paying them john doe is paying them received means that you are paying the all of the fees the taxes and john doe will not be paying them so let's see um i sent you 200 and I am uh, leaving this to send, that means that if I check here, it's already been deducted. And if I view the payment pointer, it sent 200 USD. The other account, when uh, they receive the money, they should be receiving less because we have now set up some fees. So uh, this is still pending. And uh, while it's pending, it's zero. So we will wait for that to finish, and let's do in the meantime another uh, another sending. But right now, I will switch this to received. So this account will pay the taxes, and I will send it to the same payment pointer. Uh, still an amount of two hundred, and I am paying. And this is Demo, Send the money. So if we go to our account, we can see right now to view transactions, I paid more. I still sent 200, but I I paid some taxes. So this um, is the difference between that switch sent and received. Let's see right here if this user received some money. So it's still pending. But uh, until we finish this demo, it will be completed. Um, The other thing you can do here is to request some money. Request money means that you are requesting to an account for this payment pointer an amount of, let's say, 400... I need 400 dollars. And you are requesting this money Um, right now. That means that an incoming payment is generated. Here is the link for the incoming payment and you can copy this incoming payment and share it with someone. And um, that way they can send you the money. This will probably change in the future. Right now it's with this pop-up. And I copy this uh, link and I can use it here to pay money. So we are now on the pay menu point. I am choosing USD account from online shopping to incoming payment URL. I will paste it here and it appears automatically that someone requested $400 and I am paying that money. Funds paid. Okay, so Already deducted from here, if we go to Online Shopping View. Oh, so already completed the other ones and completed the sending of 400 from this account. The other account should receive 400 sometime in the future, so this is still pending. But uh, you can see the difference here, it will receive, it's sent and yeah, so we can wait for the money, but in the meantime, it will appear. Other stuff that um, we have managed to finish are some settings right now in the account. What you can change is your first name and your last name. You you cannot edit the address or email because that would mean you need to complete the KYC again. So only this one can be edited. A Profile, and now if we go to the home page, it's edited, okay. And we have here, uh, for future development, we have here the API keys. Um, uh, this, this is just uh, uh, like a demo page, it's not uh, ready yet, but uh, this uh, will be in the next uh, milestones. And we have grants here as well, which is again a demo page and not found page um, in the future development. This will also hopefully be done. Okay, and these are the, the core features that are ready right now. Uh, for, uh, for you to see all of the uh, issues that we are working on or to submit if you want any other issues, you can always use Interledger Testnet. You can find here a README file um, if you want to run it locally. And of course, in the issues, I have already set up the next milestone issues. You can check them out here. And I think that's about it for
4: for the demo um so you'll see kimea presenting from an ip now instead of a domain and that's because the dns hasn't ticked over yet or maybe hasn't ticked over for everyone else uh, yeah. this is going to be available at graffiti.money in the next 48 to 72 hours depending on the dns cards uh, yeah, I think some people will see it at Trafiki.money Money now, and some people might not see it because of the DNS propagation. But it's available for everybody to play at Trafiki.money. Money. And uh, as Timia said, if you find issues with it or you ha- if you have feedback for improvement, you have to understand this is uh, the alpha version that's supposed to allow you to send payments, make make transfers between between each other. Please, we'd love every bit of testing you can you can do and as soon as we have new releases we have a we have set up a release pipeline so you will see see it update being updated on a regular basis uh we'll keep bringing it here to the community call next month as well to see the what we've we'll done in the in the meantime we'd love your feedback thank you so much to me for the Tima and the team who developed this the team at breakpoint for the demo and for working on this for the past ooh, five months now it's good to see five months of work being showcased here thank you so much Amanda.
3: yeah you're very welcome
0: all right we've got a, we've got a few questions here i'm going to do three um one we will put and we'll put the links to how to start to play with it in the public note-taking docs here and if, when there's updates about you know we can put them there as well as contact everyone um that normally comes to this call and po- follows along but uh fernando asked do we have an estimate on how long to payment uh, payments take to complete will they improve as when the test net is completed
3: um we are now in sandbox environment sandbox environment is probably slower uh, for the payments to be completed than production environment um i can check if the other one is finished yeah this one also completed so it depends on multiple stuff but probably in production it it will get better
0: and then is there an estimate about when we'll be able to send actual cash uh
4: never (laughs) the the purpose of the testnet is not to transition to real money uh, because we would need a license or at least a partnership with rapid so the testnet would always be for testing
0: purposes uh not for real cash all right. Well, thank you. That was exciting. I really appreciate the work and the effort into the demo. And let's keep the demo party rolling. Um, we're going to have our community deep dive where I'm going to invite the cult team um, to get ready to present. Uh, cult is a multiple grantee of the Interledger Foundation. In fact, they just wrapped up. Uh, the phase one of their financial services, research and development phase, and are making plans to apply to phase two. Uh, they've sort of been at the intersection of web monetization, wallets, open payments, and integrating all of that together into their platform, their work, and their uh, business model going forward. So I'm not exactly sure who's gonna take the lead, so I'll just hand it over to the cult. All right, go Helena
5: it's me today (laughs) hi guys i'm very happy to be here my name is elena i just want to make sure i can share my screen i should share my screen then yeah okay it's me then one second
0: you should be able to
5: yeah yeah i wasn't sure if it was me or someone else but can you see my screen please let me know
0: we will it takes you know you gotta like wake it up Here we go. All right. We're live with your screen.
5: Great. Okay, so this presentation, we're going to give you a a brief overview of what Colt is about and how we are integrating our platform as a test platform for the Interledger Protocol ecosystem as well. So Colt is is a social platform that you can share movies, TV shows, podcasts, songs, and books uh, recommendations with a a community of culture lovers. This is really our our essence, social curation. And this is our team today. Um, Patrick is one of the co-founders together with me. And here we also have Taïj with us. She is our CTO, and she will be presenting more specifically the technical aspects of our digital wallet. We also worked closely with Nathan, who is a Web3 advisor because we are also Positioning our our platform into the Web3 ecosystem and principles, and we have Alfredo. I, I'm sure uh, I think he's with us in this call. He is our Pix digital wallet consultant, and we're very happy to have him in the team. So basically, our path up until now, we first started with a, a acceleration program from the Portuguese government. We're based in Portugal right now, but we're all Brazilians. And we, our turning point was in June 2021, as um, Chris said, that we are mo- multiple grantees. So we were accepted for the second cohort of the Grants for the Web. And at this point, we were able to explore web monetization in very practical terms inside of our platform. And we did fa- find some insights and, and possible evolutions for the next phase, which we just finished now, the IOP-based financial services. And I will be talking a bit about our deliverables for the space. So essentially, just a quick overview of why we exist in terms of the business and user problems we want to solve. So in terms of business, uh, we're focused on uh, the algorithmization of society. So when we're talking about uh, the Internet, we know that there is the economy attention. So there are multiple platforms that are fighting for our attention. And this is not only streaming platforms, but also the social media platforms. And this leads to ineffective and impersonal recommendation systems. So this is where we're focusing on. And also in terms of the user, us, the problem is we have a paradox of choice. So there is an actual study that says that people take an average of 18 minutes to decide what to watch on the Netflix streaming, for example, I'm sure everyone here has gone through this very frustrating experience. So the more options you have, the harder it is to choose. And that is where we come in as a solution. We are focused on the human curation of content. So this is our value proposition to offer a space for the peer-to-peer recommendation as a decision maker when choosing content online. And the way we are going to do this, we are already doing this, actually, is by being an aggregator of content from multiple platforms. So these are a few uh, print screens from our responsive websites. And we also have an app for mobile app for iOS and Android. It's more focused on the Portuguese markets as uh, we are contextualized in in Brazil specifically, but we also have the internationalization aspect. So you can actually check it out with uh, the main information in English as well. Um, And it's very social. So we have a lot of interactions on our our website and app. And during the, the grant phase, this is the most important part here, we were experimenting with two forms of web monetization for our platform. The first one are the were the donations, so donations to support curators you love. So you can see here a bit of how our user interface worked. You could check out the, the total amount that was received for your profile and specifically how much each person was transferring to you. And But in order to do that, you needed to add your payment pointer, so you needed to create an account at a digital wallet provider, IOP, such as Uphold, And also to be able to send money to someone, you needed to create an account on Coil. You need to pay a subscription, monthly subscription of $5, and also um, download the browser plugin. So there were many steps, many barriers. The other possibility we experimented were were the monetized galleries to show appreciation. So we created this little, uh, this view here where you could see that this gallery was being monetized. And once you enter the gallery, you were immediately supporting this gallery, as streaming payments to the to the person who created the gallery. Uh, but we know there were there were some limitations to this process. There were many uh, UX barriers. You needed to leave the platforms in order to conduct all of these steps and then go back to cold. So thinking of this as an experiment, we realized that uh, we could evolve. There was potential for this technology, but we could evolve this this a proposal into a digital wallet that was IOP based and open source so that any other platform can also implement. So it's important to say COT is the test platform, but we're doing this for something that is larger than us. Okay, And our main objective is to offer this uh, frictionless experience that will help to improve the adoption of the technology. And that is open source, scalable eventually, and the main disruption that we want to bring contextualized to our environment, which is Brazil. Is the Pix? The Pix is the most popular payment method system in Brazil. It was created very recently in the end of the pandemic, so 2020, by the Brazilian Central Bank government, and it was very revolutionary for the for the financial market of Brazil. It's important to 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 really uh, re- reinforce this because there are already transaction 24 billion reais just in the last year. This surpassed the amount of transactions from credit and debit cards. So, in terms of digital payments, the Pix payment method is really uh, uh, revolutionizing the market and it is still embryonic. So, they have an open API and they are, so, you really, there is opportunity to, to build on top. And this is where we're coming in. Um, so, our main deliverables for this last phase, we just finished now, was to deliver a technical document, we already have it on the Google Docs, you can check it out, that is divided into four parts. The first one, the project scope, the second part, uh, some of the deliverables and team structure needed. The third part, very important, are the regulatory requirements to have a digital wallet in Brazil, in our case, and also the, the necessary partners, authentication partners and, and PICS partners, and also implementation costs, and finally, the some of flowcharts. And also, we. we we conducted another research in terms of business to to understand how we could implement, how this technology can actually become a business for our platform, which has the focus of the peer-to-peer monetization of human curation based on Web3 principles, based on ethical fair commissions, based on multi-channel marketing strategies. We brought some benchmarking as well, such as platforms like Reddit who are are already experimenting with Web3 um, strategies. And the, the concept of growth through community feedback, which is the most important, So, just as we are here as a community, uh, giving feedback and growing together. So from this overview, I'm going to pass it on to Taish. Uh, she will be explaining more specifically the, the technical aspects. Thais, are you there?
2: Yes. Uh, hello, hey. everyone. Hey. Hello. Uh, can you continue the presentation?
5: Uh... Sure, sure. Let me know when you want to pass the slide.
2: So, as Elena was saying, uh, our plan here as a grantee is to develop a a digital wallet using the Interledger Protocol ecosystem and uh, potential partners, which will allow users to send and receive money from uh, credit and debit cards anywhere in any currency and receiving this money through the Brazilian payment method, PIX. So, uh, to achieve this goal, we have identified several potential partners who will play a crucial role in the implementation of our digital wallet. One of such partners is Rafiki or Finboss, both of whom have um, user-friendly wa- wallet ecosystems and are open to partner with uh, grant-involved partners in the ELP ecosystem. Um, another important partner that uh, we have identified is Agnostic Pay, who will uh, connect uh, various partnerships for resources outputs from the CUT platform, including integration with our Brazilian partner, so they can use PIX as a payout uh, option. Uh, while we do not depend on agnostic pay to be integrated with PIX output, we want to use their services to uh, maybe extend the PIX benefits to the entire um, ELP Foundation ecosystem. Um, finally, we have also partnered with uh, Coinact, uh that is a Brazilian company who will serve as our PIX partner in Brazil. They will receive transaction data via API process, process it and send it to the receiver. This partnership uh, can help us to fill the, the gap that we have regarding international payments with Brazil. So in conclusion, uh, at Coot, we believe that our plan to implement a digital wallet using the L P ecosystems and our partners will make the financial transactions easier and more accessible for everyone. So now we can move forward to, to see like a, a big picture of how we are thinking regarding the user flow. So, Imagine that uh, you are a user who wants to watch some content on Kult. First, you're going to search for the content and access it. If you are interested in watching, you click on it and choose to pay by credit or debit card. Then uh, Koots gateway process the payment and prepares to send it via interledger protocol to the receiver's account. Next, uh, the holder one, either Hafik or Finboss, receives and recharges the receiver's account with the resources in the chosen currency. Uh, The receiver then chooses a a mode to uh, withdraw their gains. However, there may be a minimum value of gains that the user needs to achieve before they can withdraw the, the resources. Uh, at this point, Code uh, system starts uh, automatically using the API from ELP partner Agnostic Pay to reading the, the the resources. So um, the the holder the one transfers the resources to Code's account, and Code starts using the API from the Pix partner to transfer resources to their um, ownership. Uh, the Brazilian partner, uh, Coinet, then receives the order, checks it, and transfers the resources to the receiver's banking accountant that is linked to their PIX, their, their PIX key. Um, in summary, uh, as a user, you just need to, to search for the content, pay using a credit or debit card, and withdraw your gains after reaching the minimum value. Could and its partners will handle the technical aspects of processing the payment and transferring uh, the resources to your account. Um, Well, uh, regarding the costs, we have estimated about $7,000 and a half of uh, setup. That includes all the project code, team, and documentation regarding the the project. Regarding the transaction uh, cost it may vary depending on the course and the partner we use. We we'll, uh, we will uh, explore uh, different options to ensure that we are using the most um, cost uh, cost effective method for each transaction. Um I think from my side that's it and uh, thank you for uh, your attention and um Uh, Elena will continue with the presentation, but if you have any questions about any aspect uh, of our wallet, uh, feel free to contact me. I will also uh, send my email here on the chat, and uh, you can proceed, uh, Elena.
5: Okay, thanks. Yeah, I'm just going to finalize with the more business aspect of the use of the technology, Uh, in terms of our business plan, our main objectives with this digital wallet is to offer the peer-to-peer monetization of human curation through fair commissions and the frictionless payment method which is precisely what we are trying to do here with this this user flow inside of cult um the web three principles that i mentioned the the community first uh, the power of the community user ownership so the issues with the privacy the use of sensitive data and also moderation practices that we believe will come from the community so if we offer the tools for moderation the community itself will be will be self-moderated and the concept of native payments uh which the the digital wallet would be this uh, possibility as well and in terms of our monetization strategy, we will start simple with what we have already experimented from uh, the web monetization grants: uh, the, the possibility of donations to offer support, tipping to offer rewards. So donations would be a more recurrent payment, and the tipping would be a more uh, sporadic, more like specific for one valuable creation um, in terms of rewards. And also the monetized galleries to offer exclusive access to content eventually we will also want to add videos to our platform so it will be even more valuable to have exclusive uh, galleries with videos inside and in the future as we are always ambitious <laughs> we have other forms of experimenting with the digital wallets uh, using ad, an ad revenue sharing with the community so we can use advertising business model which is the most popular for social media but in, in turn we want to share the revenue among our community it's ambitious but we want to try we want to experiment Also being a cultural marketplace that can intermediate the selling, buying of digital digital content and engage to earn model through gamification. So like we can make challenges, we can offer uh, games challenges and in turn you can have benefits, discounts, collectibles and other things. This can also be sponsored by brands. So there is a lot of space here to imagine, to spark creativity. And this is where we're at right now. Uh, to finalize, we're not going to get into this, but this is our business model canvas. You can check it out later if you want. And uh, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. These are our emails. If you have questions, if you want to get in touch, we're happy to help. And that's it.
0: Awesome job. Thank you, everyone. Give the digital uh, hand claps. I'll give mine on camera. Um, just fabulous sure. work. I'll make a couple notes for everybody. Um, that you can see both their final report and a copy of that presentation is in the community notes for today's meeting. So you can get to both that. I would highly recommend reading their final report uh, on, uh, on for that, the work up till now. Uh, Max did have one question now, Max, if you wanna go ahead and open your mic. Uh,
4: yes, thank you for the presentation team. Um, are you planning to issue like payment pointers within like the wallet? Like if somebody signs up to Cool, like will they have the payment farmer that you will be hosting as well right as well as a recommendation platform yes uh, uh. Elena? <laughs> oh, yeah, that is
2: strange,
5: please.
2: yes uh we are um it's still uh this is still an open question for us but yes we should um uh, use uh, payment points for that we are uh, we are uh, starting um, building some uh, postman uh, calls and uh, objects to to see how it will working. But yeah, it should be some payment pointers for that. And uh, I I don't know. Uh, um, David uh, have a question regarding the average fee for each transaction here. Um, uh, David, as I said before, uh, regarding the average fee, it will depend of a few inputs, but we are taking care to not be a high cost transaction since uh, it is regarding monetization with uh, micro payments.
0: And then I think Fernando, why don't you be our last question here before we give a couple quick updates and end our call?
2: Okay. Um, I'm just curious to know if, if the cult platform is planning on hosting um, the content itself? I mean, are you guys streaming this content and, and serving as a, as a streaming platform for open streaming platform for content? Or is it just a curation part of
3: the, uh, uh, of the process?
5: So we're more of a content aggregator, but we're not actually streaming the content. So we're going to indicate where you can access the content. But when I said we want to add videos, it's more like, for example, YouTube videos or even like TikTok videos, maybe we're not sure yet, but as a way to research and get more info on the content itself. So for example, if you're searching for a movie, you can find video YouTube videos that are talking about this movie to help you choose if you want to watch that movie or not, for example. But well, we're not actually streaming the content, no.
3: Okay, great. Thank you.
0: All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Um, that was a... Really enjoyed all three of those demos and sort of see a lot of the sort of creative, practical uh, teamwork and, and advancement, really, in the ecosystem that's, that's happening. It really has felt like... You know really since the beginning of the year and even more so in the last like three or four months we started to you know see some advancement and movement and exciting releases and uh, broader excitement so thank you i think those demos and and the share outs really sort of began to underscore that um speaking of that if you've got demos or ideas for share outs you know please reach out to vanille and i we're programming one two three ahead of these and trying to bring more dynamic content so please reach out to us if you've got if you'd like to be a part of that or have an idea or have any feedback at all um you know we'd love to hear about how you're experiencing these calls how they could be better so on and so forth and then an important announcement is that next month so the june version of this call will actually not be on uh, the regular schedule. That's because the Interledger team is going to be doing a a staff meeting for those days. And so we're actually moving it to June 21st. We will put a header for this in the in this community note so that and we'll be updating folks. But I just since you're here now. it is going to be June 21st, not June 14th, will be the version of this call for June. So slight change means five weeks in between. Um, Then, you know, Hit on all the regular things. Nice work, Vanille. Uh, The Slack channel is probably the easiest way to kind of engage and interact. There's a bunch of different channels on there. You can also create yours, uh, create new ones, and so on and so forth. But that's where the most interaction is going on. Of course, our community forum and other ways to interact. Um, So if you have a question, you have an issue, you want something to share out, you want to brag on something, uh, there's an interesting article you found. There are many ways to begin to share it out and help the community stitch continue to stitch itself together so with that we're going to end right on time here so thank you everybody and we will see you in five weeks not four
5: thanks everyone